like this is too much. This is too much. Um, I sort of maintain. I this is the thing because I have situations where like I haven't spoken to some some people in a while because I just lose time or some shit. You know, mm. so it's difficult. I know what you mean. I think I just have to be very mindful of like. If if the, if the other person was like <clears throat> talking to me a lot and I was, mm. doing, it was it was back and forth like let's say the person was like oh let's meet up that's great and then if I do the same then it's good but if I don't see a relationship where it's like mutual beneficial like someone reached out to me like that's yeah, like yeah. no it's all just fades you know what I mean so yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's how I sort of manage in terms of like not seeing everyone because everyone's got boundaries right I can't like spend loads of times with each other with people yeah, you know? yeah. I can't connect with everyone so that's how I sort of make sure like I'm not connecting with like a billion people because if I, if I connect, because if all of us connect to a billion people, we're exhausted. That, that makes perfect ourselves. sense. So I have, yeah. um, <clears throat> so that's a great answer as well. And I think for me, and you helped me figure out my answer yeah. while you were talking about it, which is, um, it's around unconditional connection. Yeah. Meaning like, so if I, if I really, like if I really connect with you and I like you as a person, then I'm just going to be unconditional towards you. Meaning that, I, prob- I might not reach out to you because I have so many people to reach oh, yeah, out to. However, whenever you reach out to me, I'm like, yeah, I've got nothing but love for you. Yeah. And it's always going to be the same energy. Totally. And then the thing so is, I think that that's yeah. one way of countering that, right? It's like getting people to reach out to you, which is not about being that person that people reach out to, but just more about, yeah. I can't reach out to everyone. I also <laughs> feel like some of the, my best relationships, like if that's friendships or even like romantic relationships, I feel like the best are when... I don't have to connect with you all the time. Mm. Sometimes if I connect, if I haven't spoken to you in like three months, I'm like, oh, let's grab a drink. And, we, and, it, and the energy's still there. Like everything's yeah. still there. That to me is the best kind of friendships, the best kind of relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're continuing where you left off. That's, that's the relationship I have with Sammy. Like Sammy, yeah. we don't talk every, every Sammy's like my, my, the best one, like even better than Leo. Sorry, really? um, <laughs> um, <laughs> God, how rookie he is. Um, <laughs> in a bit, yeah. um, but not like uh, we we put maybe speak once every week, maybe yeah. once a month. Like there's been times where we haven't spoken for like several months, of course. And this is my, like, my best friend, in it. Yeah. But whenever we talk again, it's not like it's no. It obviously yeah is is a is a there's a maintenance of 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 energy, but it's like we never left. Oh yeah, totally. we just continue where we left off as if there was no time gap because oh, time is relative. Yeah. For us, there is no time gap. It's not like, oh, we need to catch up and I miss you, bro. No, it's like, okay, next, continue with the jokes, continue with the things. Where mm-hmm. do we yeah, leave yeah. off? Oh, completely. I also have like mates who I've been friends. I have like three mates in particular in my mind who I'm like mates since like secondary school. And it's, we've been friends for like, I don't know, like eight, 10 years. Mm. Even if we go through like university jobs, relationships, breakups, whatever the hell it is, we're still great mates because mm. I feel like we've got that every time we sort of meet, it's just like, I feel, again, it goes back to that idea of like gaining energy rather than removing energy. Like I'd yeah. rather stay with people who I feel empowered, I feel engaged. And even people who, who generally call me out on stuff as well, like you need to have mates who yes, will sort of say to you, yo, I love what you're doing with the podcast. I love what you're doing with that project. Mm. I love what you're doing trying to get that job. Whatever the hell it is, people need to also call you out on stuff. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I, luckily I've had mates who have like, be honest I, I went let's say when i'm like a night out i spent too much time trying to chat to a girl the, the mates are like bro what the fuck are you doing yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, you're yeah, trying yeah. to need that accountability so yeah, yeah. it's finding and i think for my life as well like maybe you've had the same thing where those who you surround with are like make like d- determine where you're going in terms of your mm. life in terms of your tra- trajectory as well 
because I feel like you know this whole Instagram self-help quote like yeah. whoever you surround yourself the four people you surround yourself determines your future which I know the self-help stuff is like sometimes it can be very like unpractical but that quote to me is like so important because I feel yeah. like in my life and maybe your life it's like those who you surround with can really help where you go to. So I don't know. Do you have that with yourself? As yeah, well? no, no, I agree with that. I think, so I have a different way of looking at it. Yeah. I, I think I look at people as like an experience. Sure. So you're an experience, another person an experience. It's like, what experience do you want to be around? Mm. And it, you know, what experience are, are you going to be consuming, which is going to affect how have you become as well? You know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think yeah. I look at people as an experience. Interesting. When you, what do you mean by that? Like experience? So, <clears throat> so for instance, like whatever conversation we're having, uh, and whatever you're saying to me or the way you, you know you're around me like you're an experience i get to experience you as a person right you get to experience me gotcha. so it's like it's like what what is the experience that you know i want to surround myself with so then i kind of, I kind of look at people like what experience is this person providing you know not but not in a in, in a kind of like an, in a negative it's just more like it's empowering to go like actually this person brings that experience sure and that's like a beautiful way of looking yeah. at it and then and would you say i feel like i've become the host there but it happens no um, no no bro yeah, say, there, there is no right. so there is no host there is oh, no bless. this oh, is that's good oh fantastic this is this no, is your yeah. podcast okay. like. <laughs> um i know what you mean actually do you then surround yourself then because I, I that's an interesting thought where you surround yourself with people who do you surround yourself with people who give you different experiences then or do you surround yourself with similar yeah, so so I guess I guess I kind of like so I don't I don't necessarily surround myself with similar experiences. Yeah, I surround myself with the experiences I want to have. So and sometimes when I kind of look at certain people and I go, actually, these people are not bringing a very good experience. Maybe those are people I don't want to be around. Mm. You know, but that helps. Like once I start looking at it from that angle, it helped me actually starting. You know, I start I was starting to have boundaries and all that other stuff. You know, gotcha. it's just it, it makes a big difference. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> I know what you mean because I feel like in my life I have people who, let's say, you know. I have that experience of like feeling empowered. Like for example, I'll tell like person who I work with, a guy called Michael Money, who I do common sense with, like my journalist, like writing stuff. Mm. I surround myself with him because he gives me that experience of feeling empowered, trying to grow better. Because I see him, I think, oh well, the stuff he's doing, I kind of not to like emulate and become Michael Money, but to do it my way, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people take inspiration from other people mm. and try and become the person. Yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of them where it's actually yes it's it's good to try and emulate someone but don't become the, that person that is ahead of you become the version that you want to become yeah in a similar way to that person you know so i feel like with him with relating back to your experience like to the whole experience idea i feel that i was just surrounded with him because he has that empowerment experience with me yeah, 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 like, yeah. or other people who like having a laugh for example like i think it's good to sometimes have different people with different experiences so like if I have have my friends, as I've mentioned, like the four mates I have who I've been friends with for ten years, I have a, I have a laugh with them. I have like, mm. have like those deep chats. I have that accountability. I have Mike, for example, who you know keep, is is someone I can try and draw towards that kind of experience, that like empowerment experience. You know, mm. so I think it's surrounding yourself with different people with different experiences. I think is yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and then there's this other thing of like <clears throat> we become what we consume as well. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's like it's like if I'm if I'm gonna be if I have a tea and this is my favorite example. I use this all the time. If I have a tea and I'm putting sugar in the tea, it's gonna become sweet. If I'm gonna put salt in there, it's gonna become, it's gonna become salty. So sometimes we're like a cup of tea as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like we it's kind of like we get we kind of get like molded, don't we? You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rather than like we're sort of born with like. X features with sometimes within the environment we are provided those X features of mm. that person you know what I mean so yeah and, and it's that thing of like if I, if I you know if I want to say like become a public speaker 
and I'm going to listen to an hours long content every single day about public speaking. Yeah. Obviously without the practical still needs to happen as well, but, yeah. but also it's going to help me do the practical because the more knowledge I have on something, the better I'm going to be at doing the practical. Yes. So it's that thing of like, you know, like, um, like let's say like someone would like want to, let's say want to learn how to ride a bike and the types of people that would buy a book and read it. How do I ride a bike? How do I ride yes. a bike? Actually, you need to get on a bike. Yeah. But I think what's really cool is actually if someone reads the book on how to ride a bike and also gets on a bike, mm-hmm. that's even better. Oh, completely. You know? It's um, it's funny because me and Alanda were having this like conversation just up here and stuff. It's like sometimes school can teach you certain things, but sometimes like life is the biggest teacher mm. of things. You know, because I was speaking to someone on the, on the podcast recently on in pursuit guy called uh, Carl Stanger who's the founder of Boys Get Sad too and I said because he he felt like school kind of like I don't want to say failed him but I think he said to he said to me he felt misunderstood quite a lot mm. and I said to him like okay do you think like life university is this is a, is a better form of education he's like it just it depends because mm. I feel like some people take a lot from life they learn so much more things from life rather than being this sort of education system and with my experience like yeah. I have a bit of both like I've learned so much about myself within the school system, within university, but I also feel like I've made a lot of mistakes within life, which has actually given me the biggest blessing from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like goes back going back to your example of like you know learning how to to ride the bike. I'd say, yeah, I agree. It's a bit of both because I feel like you can read a book, but how do you learn how to ride a bike if you don't actually ride the bike in the mm. physical? sense right so i think it's a bit of both in that sense so no, yeah, 100%. Interesting. i agree with that so here's a question for you um what, what, what where's the one thing that people should know about you so the one thing that people should know about me is so i have a passion for communication mm. and what i mean by that is i just love to sort of connect with a lot of people i like to communicate what i have in terms of the knowledge i have acquired mm. over you know the past few years in that sense and rather than like communicate for the sake of communicating because i feel like a lot of people do it because they want to because they need to communicate because i think all of us as human beings have this innate nature to communicate yeah what i want to do is actually communicate to help empower other people to help you know because to be honest like my own journey has been like quite a up and down sort of a spiral if you can best say it where you know my 14 year old self was sort of like had low confidence had this sort of low self-esteem didn't really feel like I wasn't confident in myself because I've had this like learning disability which I felt like it just it kind of crippled me if, 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 if the best way and the reason why I do what I do if that's you know the podcast if that's you know the stuff I do on my Instagram to like share stuff about auditory process disorder the reason why I do it is so that that 14 year old self that I was mm. doesn't have to feel the same pain, the same insecurities. Yeah, yeah. That's why I communicate. I don't communicate just for the sake of like getting likes, getting views, getting fame, getting all that stuff. I want to actually empower people. I want to mm. break those generational cycles, which I think I've encountered. Maybe you've encountered, um, you know, that's why I do what I do. So yeah. that's the one thing that people should know about me. No, that's beautiful, man. I think, um, but I think you should also get paid for it, man. I know. <laughs> I agree. You know, that's this is the thing, man. It's like it's difficult. I I wish I could get paid for it. Don't get me wrong, because um, I love what I do. And, and if let's say someone said to me tomorrow, like, would you get paid for what you do now? I'll snap your hand off. Like, yeah. absolutely. But at the same time, like, I don't want money to be a big motivator of mine because mm. I'd, I'd rather do something for the sake of because I, I I do it because I love it mm. so much. Mm. I love communicating i love empowering other people i like just putting it into the universe and someone coming back to me and saying dude this 
absolutely helped me. Yeah, I, yeah. I now understand actually having an auditory processing disorder or having a learning disability mm. isn't something to be ashamed of, you know, because I feel like oftentimes people, I mean, don't get me wrong, like money is, some people get motivated by money and some people mm. don't. Like with my experience, I just, I've seen that money doesn't always equal happiness. It doesn't always So, so, equal, so this is the uh, thing. So I'm not even coming from that angle. I'm coming from more from like, once you get paid for this, yeah, for what you're doing, like you can do more. You know, and I'm, I'm I'm coming from that angle, so I think because obviously there's loads of people out there who are providing certain services or whatever. Like, yeah, for instance, my favorite was like tobacco and like alcohol. Like they get paid for that shit. Yeah, but it's like, what <laughs> value are they really adding? You know, yeah. so I'd rather someone that's adding value to people get paid for it and then do more of that. Ah, right, okay. Because like we had this conversation with Mo T, you know. It's like it's about it's like how do I mon- like do I mo- do I monetize my thing? It's like are people gonna think that I don't care about people if I monetize it? No, that's not the case. I can do more than you know. But do we need to have that conversation with everyone that we approach? Like, am I am I obligated to now say you know what? I'm not monetizing this because I like money. I'm monetizing this because I need. I want to do more. I want to have the luxury of having more of an approach. Um, yeah, because misunderstanding is normal. Mm. And it's normal in terms of the fact that it happens on a regular basis. So where, like, what approach do I take when it comes to, like, sharing this information? Yeah. Do I need to explain to everyone? Do I say, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And if you take it wrong, you take it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop touching that, bro. Oh, sorry, sorry, you do sorry. touch it quite a lot. Yeah, actually, you don't, it? Like, <laughs> says, <"Whoa." laughs> but it no, it touches me instead, so. How do we get there? I don't know. That, that innuendo, man, honestly. <laughs> <Bad edit>. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right, I also feel that um, I've been recently reading studies where actually once you get paid for something, the motivation to do that same thing does go down, which is why I'm a little bit... Con- when, when you get paid for something, that's when I'm like... I'm not sure. It does the same motivation come from doing what I want to do? If that makes sense? I don't know. I think it depends. Like, would you would you feel less motivated but if you got paid I for it? I don't know. I do get paid for it. And there is a slight... Because, mm. obviously, I went from not getting paid to being paid to for, for filming. Yeah. Um, I do believe there is a slight... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. About to go down. Here's the thing. Um, when you get paid You get exposed to Both the good and the bad version Of what you're doing mm. So When I was shooting for myself mm. And I wasn't getting paid for it I would only do the things I want to do Whereas now that I'm getting paid for it Sometimes I don't get the luxury of choosing So I have to do everything Because there is a bad Good and bad experience for everything So what if You still got to do the things You're only passionate about And got paid for it And don't have to do the things You don't want to do That's what you're working towards So that, now, that, now I think I know what it is I think there's um there's a space in between um, there's a space between getting do, not doing it for the money and doing it out of passion, and doing it out of passion and being money. That space in between is called progress. Mm-hmm. Once you get past that little rough patch of doing things you don't really want to do, but it's necessary for the for the um, what's it called for the, for the represent not representation reputation, you eventually get to a point where you do things that you want to do, and you get paid for it. But you must go through that mud in between. So that's where I am right now. Obviously, don't get me wrong. I do a lot of shit. I really love doing. There's a lot of people I work with that I really enjoy, love work, I enjoy working with. But there are certain projects that get to a point where I'm like, Fuck sick, like I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But I understand it's necessity. I understand that it, it allows me to build a strong relationship with the people. I understand that it allows me to figure out a compromise on how to become better at what I do. And I understand that it is a, a temporary rough patch and it is a means to an end. 
And the end is always going to be for me to enjoy day to day living. Yeah, yeah. Buzz. There's also like parts of your passion as well where you're kind of like, you're doing certain parts of it that you don't want to do, but you know at the end of it, actually, by doing this, I get to do this. Is, is it means to an end, isn't it? Right? It's it like, an end. Yeah, it's like with my podcasting, for example, I, I dislike, thank God I don't have to do it. I don't have to like edit the podcast now because I'm just like, oh, it's just too long. <laughs> Whereas actually, I prefer doing this, the conversations that actually come out of it. And I realise, okay, right. As much as I might not like doing, I don't know, the, the, I don't know, listening back and like saying, okay, I need to edit this part. You need to edit this part. Listening back and actually having conversations in person, it's like, that is what drives me. You know, yeah, I feel yeah. like maybe there's parts of this maybe you just well, don't like doing. Whereas yeah. actually, this is the part that I actually enjoy. Hundred percent. Aladdin is already laughing because like <laughs> I have to like timestamp stuff. I hate timestamping oh, stuff. I just tell me about it. And the thing is, like, I'm, I have the conversation in person, and I do actually enjoy like going through the whole episode and just listening back to it. But of yeah, just it's revisiting when you're like if I think correct me if I'm wrong, but you'd like to listen to it because I'm as a as a as an audience member, not as a worker. Like you would like to listen to the pod again as someone who's just consuming the content, yeah. not as someone who has to do work. Yeah, so there's, right? so there's, there's that thing of like, it's, I said it before, it's like, what lens am I reading the book through? And it's the same yeah. thing. It's like, what lens am I listening but can we, can to we, the podcast through? If I'm listening to, you know, to look for clips and timestamp and edits, to, you know. But can we get a hybrid? Can we train um, ourselves to have a hybrid lens? I think everything's possible. Yeah. So, uh, so essentially, all this is training, right? We're, we're training ourselves to become to to look at the good and the, look at the thing that we need to do, look at the thing that we love doing, and then finding a way to put them together. Mm. You like watching the pod, you don't like doing the timestamps. How about we try to make it feel like you're just watching as an audience member, but you're also doing some of the work. Actually, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to take it back. I don't right. think it's possible. So like if you like I think I personally think if like You know like you have one lens here yep. And if you put a second lens there Then a third lens And a fourth lens I think eventually You're not going to see anything Because no, it's no, too no, much no, There's no, too no. many you're, lenses You're, you're saying putting lenses In front of each other I'm saying Creating a whole new lens But that's a hybrid That takes the good and the bad Out of all of the other ones That's what I'm trying to say You need to put more than one more Like five lenses in a row You're going to get nothing. Yeah It's very difficult I have to admit though Because I have to do something where I sometimes have to take myself Out of the situation As being a host It's like Sometimes I'm like listening to you and I'm thinking, okay, what question next? What question next? What question next? Yeah, yeah. Bro, there's no rule, just ask the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> it depends on, okay, hold on, hold on. It depends on the conversation. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. right? Like sometimes, you know, I'm like, I'm, if someone says something really interesting, I'm like, okay, right, I've got to remember, I've got to remember it. But then I'm still like trying to listen to that. It's like, it goes past that lens idea. It's like, you're the host, but you're also like the producer. You're thinking, okay, mm. does the audience actually like, like this? And sometimes you, I think it takes practice. That's why I have to admit, like sometimes for me, like when I first started, bro, I was so bad mm. as a host. I was like, oh, I, well, like host slash like producer, my podcast. I was like thinking, now listen back, I'm like, why, why, why is this person saying this? Like, mm. cut it, like interrupt this person and say, okay, but what about this? What about this? What about this? So I think it takes practice to get to that point of like knowing, okay, yes, as a, as a host, like, I'm listening to this conversation, this is really good, but as an audience member, like, is this really, does this add value? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I think it actually takes practice in that sense. Do you know it's mad that you said it because I, I don't even remember, but I asked you to come in a bit early today um, before, but it's fine. The reason mm. why I asked you to come early because I wanted to show you, I re- recently found the first pod that me and Leo, me and Leo did before, yeah. one we didn't release. The first ever time we sat down together, we were in mm-hmm. front of Mike <laughs> and had a conversation. It was a 30 minute conversation. I have it hooked up to this TV right now. Oh, yeah. I really want to watch it with you, but obviously I have to go after this. Of course. But, that's like I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched a little bit of it, and it got me thinking like, shit, 
I'm one one. I love revisiting old mindsets. Yeah, I love revisiting uh, an older version of myself, or a young, an older version or a younger version. How would you, what do you call that? Um, a pastor version. Version. Yeah, past. Past version. Yeah, past. Um, so I like that, and I also like kind of. I like to see. You never really get to see how far you've traveled unless you turn around yeah. and look up where you started. Put on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes hard though to sometimes look back because yeah, you're so in the in the moment, in the moment, yeah, or yeah. grind, or whatever, or whatever that you want to talk about it. You're so like, right, I've got to do this episode. I've got to do this person. And I, this is the thing. I'm my biggest sort of weakness of mine is sometimes like I just hone in to my thing, and that's mm-hmm. it. I don't forget how much progress I've made. Like the fact is, right, I I never think about like you know as a kid who has the auditory process and sort of as someone who literally did not speak when I was like four years old because I had, I went to a speech therapist. Mm-hmm. Like I never look back at the moment of being like, yo, Hamish, you're a podcast host. You're doing multiple seasons. You're going to do like seven seasons at this point of In Pursuit of Passion. Dude, pat yourself on the body back. But yet we, as people, don't do this. I, I, think- I, I, I don't know why we often don't look back and introspect and saying like, dude, look at the, look behind you, look at the progress you've made. Cause we're so focused on like the here and now, yeah, yeah. you know, we don't look back and actually praise ourselves by how far we come forward. So, I don't know why we do that. I was going to say, I have a slightly different philosophy on that. Um, mm. I don't, I, I tend not to look back. Like obviously yeah. sometimes I do by accident, like see sure. like an older video or whatever, whatever. But I know that some of the stuff that I'm going to do now is going to be the thing that I could look back on. So I, I just know that that's a natural, I, I just know that's a, that's a thing anyway. So I don't have to look back on it. I'm more about, let me enjoy the process right now. Yeah. And just keep working, like just keep pushing forward. And and that's the thing. And, and it goes back to the whole thing of like, <clears throat> like we know once we're going to go through the process and we're going to put the hours into something, we know we're going to become a better version of that thing that we're doing anyway. So it's like the whole thing of like, we learn how to walk by trying and falling down and, and I know one of the things that you want to talk about is adversity, but from what I'm hearing from what you're saying as well, is that you have high levels of resilience. Because if you didn't have the high, level, high levels of resilience, you wouldn't have pushed through the adversity mm. that you push through. Um, but I know you want to talk about adversity. So what's the, what, what does that mean for you? And yeah, so I think adversity to me is, it's sort of like, because I think all of us go through adversity, right? All different kinds of adversity. And oftentimes we have a decision to make. And you know, I was this lyrics actually. I listened to a guy called you know Big Sean, Post Malone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a song called Wolves. I was listening to the lyrics of it, and it actually sort of struck to me about adversity. It's like we live in a cold, cold world, but we can choose either to be predator or to be prey. Mm. And it's the fact that without our adversi- without adversity, we'll we'll inevitably experience it. It's about how do we choose to deal with it. Are we going to be the predator of the adversity or are we going to be the prey of that adversity situation? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And I think adversity to me is, I think it's important that we all experience adversity to some extent. And don't get me wrong, like some adversities we don't particularly want to experience, like let's say like, I don't know, depression or I don't know, your, I don't know, your parents dying or whatever the hell it is. I think it's important because I feel like it creates our next version of ourselves. In that sense, it, it, yeah, yeah. it teaches us to grow. And I think I'm very, as much as at the time, I went through some bloody adverse situations where like I felt misunderstood because people, the teachers didn't understand my condition or I was bullied, for example. Um, I, you know, my mum went through cancer, for example. Like I've gone through a lot of like adverse situations. However, that has taught me to grow that resilience to sort of try and get over those hurdles. Because now, now looking at certain situations now, I'm like, okay, as much as this is a challenge, I've gone through way worse. I can go and over these challenges and overcome it, you know? So I think 
adversity to me, I think is a necessity, if yeah, I have to yeah. be honest with you. I feel like all of us will have to go through it, but then it's deciding how do we face adversity? How do we define it? Mm. And I think some people have the ability to define it in, the, in ways like, as I mentioned before, to be the predator rather than the prey. But I think oftentimes people sometimes choose the prey over the predator. But I want to, you know, be the predator of the adversity. No, that, that's really interesting. And I think um, for me, adversity is, is, is an opportunity. Mm, and it's going back to the thing <clears throat> and I think the way I described it, it's basically the same thing that you were saying which is like do I want to be the prey or the predator and for me it's just more like do I want to like I feel like adversity in life will either break or make someone Yeah, going back to that thing it's like so it's like do I want it to break me or don't, do I want it to make me but what I realised over the last few years is that actually I don't have the two options there's only one option because breaking is not an option for me mm. so I only have one, I only have one option is to go through it yeah. to be resilient because by breaking, you're just like, you just sit there. It's not really an option. Like to, nothing, like to right? me, for yeah. another person, it might be an option. To me, it's not an option. So for me, whenever I face adversity in anything, this is my mindset. This is how my mind is set. Like, I have to go through it. Like, I, I'm not going to let it break me. So mm. I only have one option. But how, this, this is the thing, right? Because I, I listen to a lot of people talk about adversity and like how they sort of overcome it. But then I see other people who, let's say, face a very similar situation, but then just like accept it, let it overcome them, right? So I just want to know, like, how do you get to that point of, like, overcoming adversity, whereas other people just don't have that mental capacity to sort of get over it? You know what I mean? I don't know how to I, explain I think, it. yeah, no, nah, it makes perfect sense. I don't think it's something that we can just put our finger on and go, this is how you do it. Yeah. I think it's something that's developed over, it's, it's the same thing that we spoke about before, you know, the podcast becomes better the more you do it. Yeah. So it's the same thing, it's like a muscle. So for me, it's been a journey where, like, maybe I'd spend an hour like dwelling on a situation that I've been through or thinking about how I'm going to sort it out or whatever. Then like two years later, it's maybe 15 minutes and then it's 40 minutes. Maybe I, by this point, it's just like two minutes and I've moved on already, mm. you know? So, so, so what it is like over time, I'm just working with my own mind and just understanding that, you know, like just thinking about it, it's not going to change it. So it's just, yeah. So I move on like, I'm very good at moving on quickly, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Do you read like stoicism? Sto- like stoic we, we had we had a conversation over the phone yeah so i, I, yeah. Used, I used to um i used to follow a page um for that on instagram but then i followed them because it just i think they post a lot of bullshit quotes as well but <laughs> but i think the way of yeah. but i think the whole concept of stoicism is like i think that's it's a beautiful way of living life yeah i agree it, i think it's one of my sort of philosophies i try and like you know embrace in that sense because i feel like if you can't change something why do you give such a shit about it right why why do you get why do you care so much if you can't change the situation leave it yeah, yeah, yeah. focus on what you can change and if you focus on what you can change then it gives you way more energy to focus on that rather than waste energy on something that you can't change it's 100%. like you know like i've had again sorry if i'm referring to my experience by the way no, that's like, fine. um you know, I've had experiences where like, I wish I never had my learning difficulty. I'll be honest with you. I was sitting in my bed just like, I hate this shit. Like, why do I have this learning difficulty, right? But I can't change it. I can't. Mm. I've got it. I'm born with it. So you might as well just deal with it and just focus on what you can change, which is you can put in the effort to get, I don't know, the grades that you want to get. Or you can put in the effort that you want to get to a certain university. Or you can, you know if you want to become more confident, put in the work to make yourself more confident. If you want to become a better public speaker, become a better public speaker you know like put in the work like there are things that you can change in certain situations and to not sort of yeah like care about certain situations that you can't change i think you know? that's the that's the, that's like the uncomfortable truth in it yeah the fact of the matter is i was dealt a shit hand 
Like this, this life is literally just a, life is a game of cards. Whatever card yeah. you need, you get to choose. I was just dealt a shit hand. Mm. Cool. How are you going to play it? How am I going to play exactly? How are you going to play it? Do I, yeah. I, I want to win? Because mm. what? It's like £2 million on the line. Do yeah. I want to win? If, if anything, there is unlimited money on the line. Do I want to fucking win? Yeah. And if I want to win, I'll figure it out. But why is. But this is the thing, though. It goes back to the question, though. Like, but why do people. Because this is the thing, like. I've this is what I've tried to understand some other people who sometimes are dealt with shit cards but yet stay with these cards, don't change them. Right? I'm trying to I I'm that's the one question I'm trying to figure out. I think out. you can't I think you can't you can't change the cards. Not, you can only play them in a way because like the metaphor is if I was born with no arm, I can't grow an arm. Of course no. But then I kinda get prosaic. So I mm. can't pick up certain cards that might allow me to Regardless of the point, metaphor is getting out of it. <laughs> <I understand. laughs> um, but the fact of the matter is, you can't really change the hand you've been dealt. No. You can play them, and most card games, you, if you have like, I want, we say like I call it, um, what I call it? What's the word for it? Um, mani- no, mani- uh, manifestation. So I think luck and manifestation is the exact same thing. You only, you only get lucky if you manifest. So when you're playing certain card games, you pick up cards, you, get, you manifest certain cards to make your hand a bit better. Or easier or, or, or more easier to win the game Right So And that all comes from action You're not going to get You're not going to get lucky If you sit in bed all day Just getting upset about shit That, no. that, that you can't control You only get lucky If you go out and be proud Oh the harder you work The luckier you become Exactly And that was, that's the meaning, meaning Of the manifestation So we are dealt with shit hand And we can't really change the hand But we yeah. can make it a hand better And we'll ease And you can understand the hand Rather than ah. understanding A hand that you want to have Gotcha so, so my thing as well, mine says this as well. Some people are just shit at the game. Yep, yep. <laughs> Didn't read the rule. What just, do you mean? Sorry. Like, that's, so I, I play blackjack okay, with yeah. my friends sometimes. And uh, sometimes other people join in or whatever. Some people just shit at the game. Mm. Like some people can just be dealt like a shit hand. Yeah. Why do you keep looking at me when you say that? What the fuck? Some people are shit at the game. It's like they can be dealt like the most amazing hand and they can still lose. You know, yep. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, so that's yeah. the thing. So, it's like it's not. It's going back to the thing. It's not about the cards, about how we play. And, and yes. I think what's missing is perspective. So, mm. so for the people that are like in certain tough situations and all these different things, it's like they're missing perspective. So they're missing a conversation with someone which can change that perspective, or they're missing an experience with something that can change the perspective. So a lot of the times, it's like they haven't changed the perspective yet to see how they can play their hands better. No one, no one hears about a guy that had that grew up in with a silver spoon and 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 ended his life with a with a wooden spoon in it. Yeah, no one hears about that guy. Everyone hears about a guy like Ronaldo that, that grew up in a wooden spoon and and lives a silver spoon lifestyle. Yeah, although it's, although it is possible though. Yeah, I, 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 I think it would it's, be. it's possible. It is definitely possible. It's possible, but no one knows about him. Yeah, because those people are are are. We, you don't you don't because you don't get like fame popularity from yeah. I mean, okay, I guess you do get fair probably from Amber Heard or whatever. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, very, please. very pop culture. Do, 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 oh, do, do, we have to, do you have to bring that shit? Really? Are we allowed in? You know what it is? Okay, Even on the way here today, I was like, oh, should I bring it? I was like, nah, this is, we don't talk about that shit here. Wait, now you're still talking about it. I'm trying to be past it. I can't, man. I'm trying to be past it. What I'm trying to say is, no one knows of the people. There are people that 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 were born with a silver spoon and died with a wooden spoon, but no one knows about it. People, they are mm. there's a fuck ton of them, but no one, no one knows about them because we and you we don't fucking care about it. Yeah, or they are born with a silver spoon, but still remain with that silver spoon and don't become like a golden spoon or a platinum spoon, right? It just because they're so comfortable within yeah, their yeah, certain yeah. situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they, it's like I, I know certain people who, let's say, are born in a very like privileged middle class family. You know, got all the money, everything, 
but yet want to stay within that situation because it's comfortable. And again, comfortability is the enemy yeah. of progress, but it's not the enemy of happiness. True. Like, I could be happy and comfortable at the same time. If I'm complacent and unhappy and, and where I am, yeah. it's the enemy of progress. Oh, it's, of yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm playing around with this idea of like, two things can coexist at the same time. So like people, people tell me like, oh, you can't be sad and happy at the same time. I'm like, I can. Oh, of course you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> you know about Schrodinger's cat, right? You don't know about Schrodinger's cat? What do you mean? No. You never heard of it? What are you talking it's about? A, it's, a, it's an experiment. It's a full experiment. You put a cat in a box and until you open that box, the cat is both dead and alive at the same time until you actually know the fact. Oh, right. Gotcha. I don't know if this is in relation. I think I know. No, no, no. I think it does. Because the thing is, I feel like you can be... I agree with you how you can be happy and sad because I feel like you can be happy by the success that you've made yourself but yet there comes consequences of it right let's say let's take fame let's take like fame right you become famous or you came become popular right but yet you get consequences of it you get I don't know you have fans coming up to you wanting to take a picture all the time you can't have that privacy for example with I don't know like a, like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever right I think there comes consequences from the success that comes from it and that's if, if that makes sense yeah, it makes feel, perfect sense you know because i feel like as much as let's say i want to grow into and become this you know go into bigger audiences like let's say i want to do a ted talk i love I would, that is i have to admit like now looking at it i would like to have that as a goal to do a ted talk right yeah. but yet the consequences of that is i'm going to be speaking in front of hundreds of thousands of people potentially right yeah, that yeah, is yeah. scary right and it's sad some people might have crippling anxiety because of that right or let's say you become more a bigger following. By having a bigger following, it comes of a consequence because you're then seen as the expert in quotation marks, right? Yeah, you have yeah, to have yeah. you have to know everything, right? Yeah, more money, more problems, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Or even like I don't want to bring it up, but like council culture in quotation marks, right? You know, you got people if you start to make a mistake, oh, you've got to be cancelled because you've got a big following and, and apparently you're supposed to have, you know, everything all, you know, shit figured out, right? Because I want to be the first guy that doesn't give a shit about that. Hopefully. I know Fingers crossed. That looks fun, man, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, I'm like, fun. oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't give a shit either. I don't care about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like if someone generally wants to cancel me, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm brave talking about it on the, on the podcast, but like if someone generally wants to bring something up about me, I'll just say, look, that was just my past self. I'm now Hamish Heller as a 24-year-old now, not Hamish Heller as a 14-year-old, right? So, so we're coming... That does kind of justify some of the fuckers that people do do. Do-do. do People do-do. Oh, so the moral story is people are do-do. People do-do, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. There we go. There was... um. Sorry, what? He's really lost. So I'm so lost. Sorry. People do-do. Do you want to rerun that one more time? Um... No, no, so it's a bullshit quote, but by saying, by blaming a past version of myself for an action I did back then, it does justify some fuckeries. I'm, ah, I'm not bugging. Gotcha. So no, how, how, far, how much how much I've been able to say, because I'm just like, fuck it, I know, I, like I've said some fuckeries, you know I've said some fuckeries, mm. and when people, when people like get on to me about today, I still hold by it. I still, not the fact that I still, I may not believe that thing I did, but freedom of speech, the, fact that the fact of the matter is I said it and I admit I said it and I'm not going to say it wasn't me. It was fucking me. Yeah. I, my person now. It was it fucking me. <laughs> the fact of the matter is the person I am now does not agree with it, but I don't blame. It's not, I don't, I don't like kind of shift the blame to another person because for me, the way I see, the way I see blaming a past version of yourself is almost like blaming another person. Uh, so I say, I did sure. it. 
I don't. I, now I disagree with what I did and what I said, but I did it. So by blaming your previous self, you're not taking responsibility of what you said, you right? Go. Gotcha. That's, that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, but then, you know, but I think, I think, the, the, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the yeah. intention is the same. The intention is always, is just where we say is different, but the intention is, yeah, who I am today, who I was then, are two are two completely different kind mm-hmm. of mindsets. Oh, totally. That's essentially what we're trying to say. We just say it in a different ways. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Um, did you want to say anything else on that point? Because I didn't. Want no, to say I, just, I, just no. Wanna, I just wanted to say that I'm I'm already going with that dead. I'm already cancelled. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's like what 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 could it be worse than that? Mm. Like I'm like we're shooting the spot. Like we're cancelled already. Anyways, fuck it. Yeah, by putting yourself out there, you're basically cancelled. This point. Well, publicity is good for right. us. Publicity. Right. So it's like yeah. So like yeah. if already cancelled, then what else can happen at this point? Mm. Death. Yeah, that's that's probably that's probably the, that's probably yeah, the ultimate version of cancellation. No. Yeah. <laughs> you die cancelled, cancelled to life, shunned, yeah, whatever. That's the thing. I don't. I don't even yeah, think yeah, death is no. that bad. Like, no, 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 that's what it, um, there was a movie of Robin Williams. Um, he was in a court, and mm. it was a movie in it. And one of the people, one of the court people, they said, "Oh, what if someone died?" And he responded with. Why do we see death as an enemy? Why is death the enemy? Why, why why is death so bad? So so that's the thing, yeah. So death is not death is not an issue. I think the issue is how we deal with losses. Yep. That's that's the that's the. So I think I think why death affects so many people is it's more to do with how we deal with yeah. loss mm-hmm. rather than the death in itself. Because when someone dies, we lose someone. You know, mm. we go through the process. That's probably the ultimate loss how because it's like you can never get that back again. You know. You know, speaking of that, I did wanna I did wanna talk about something I was thinking about in in, in the shower. Uh, where where we have all our best thoughts yeah um so what is grief if not love persevering that quote basically means i don't know i don't know what for me to have something i must have something else for me to have a bad feeling i must have a good feeling to know what i'm missing um i'm trying to i'm trying to like word the point probably if i wanted to go skydiving or if i wanted to be rich not like skydiving if i want to be rich Essentially, what I do want is I want to be rich so I can enhance or have the feeling I used to have when I had a little bit of money back then. You want you want to replicate because we don't. I don't. I don't want money. Mm. I want the feeling I believe money brings. Understand? Because mon- money, money in of itself has no value, but the feeling that it brings, or the feeling I believe it brings, because I've had money. Like I, I may have experienced money before, and it gave me a little bit of a happy feeling. So now, I thought if I have more money, it must equal to more happiness. One second, I beg. Um, <laughs> So if I have more money, I must have more, more, more happiness. What I'm trying to think is, if who who chooses more money means more happiness? Because from my experience, it, that was the fact. But it's because I got to choose what uh, value comes from the money. Whereas now, if I got to choose that, can I now choose value in other things? Can I now say, you know what? I want more conversations, and I want to say, I want I want to believe that conversations is where the value is at. Where, where I, I have most more fun. Yeah. So I guess yeah, I guess it, it does come to like having the ability to choose. I so from my angle on that, I would say I agree with you in that sense of saying that you. Cho- I think you choose it personally. Mm-hmm. I don't think because with money, like I don't see money equaling happiness personally. Like I think yes, money can create that you sort of comfortability. Feel happy when you had. Oh yeah, money. totally. When I had, I, I felt happy, but like as a result of what though. Was that as a result of money, or was that as a, as a result of what you could do? With so it? Wait, maybe wait, with, wait. with well, what you could do with it, potentially the yeah. fact that you could, I don't know, buy I don't know new shoes, buy a house, buy whatever, right? 
By and large. <laughs> By and large was love, right? In that sense. So that I think money can help. For me, I think money brings that comfortability of like not having to worry about the bills at the end of this month or something, right? Yeah. It comes from that. That's what I would that's how I would define it. Um but I think sometimes society defines like money as equaling happiness, which I don't completely agree with completely. Because yeah. I don't think money equals happiness necessarily yeah it depends it, it i think it depends on the person because some some people might be grow up with completely no money at all right and that's how they see their happiness and that's completely fine that's their view they're completely people, people, however i see it as you know happiness actually not complete always equaling have money so people said money does bring happiness you just need to give it away i don't know if i agree with that though so let me let me ask you this um ask where do your feelings come from i twist huh where do your yeah, feelings come from 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 me so can money bring you a feeling? No, I bring my. I bring so you, you get to you get to decide yeah, on yeah, how yeah. you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we have that we have a superpower. In terms I mean, of defining what comes yeah, out of yeah, it, right? That, that yeah. is that in of itself is a superpower. Because what is mm. a superpower? If everyone in this world has 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 super strength, that means there's no longer a superpower because everyone has it. The fact of the matter is, we will have the ability to have this choice. We just haven't haven't proactively went out of our way to unlock it. Which is why not because the fact that all, not all of us because if, if I get to choose how I feel about whatever I feel to me it's a superpower because not everyone can do it so that makes me not super, that makes me different or what's the word I don't want to say superior I want to say like um uh I have more of a control I have, I have more more power more power of myself that's the word I have more power because I get to choose how I feel about certain things whereas everyone else or not everyone but a lot of the people don't don't see this ability so. They lack the ability. They lack the superpower of control. Mm. Gotcha. Come on. Interesting. So, <clears throat> double thing as well is like, does it actually bring happiness, or maybe it brings a feeling of comfortability? What if we're labeling the feeling wrong? Mm. That's yeah. That's a problem. <sighs> mm. well, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. I wanna. I wanna go touch back because Aladdin mentioned manif- um Manifestation earlier, and I know, and I know um, that Hamish got beef with that. <laughs> okay, beef. Concept. Bit, bit, okay, you, beef might be. Well, well, you, you can explain what you mean. Okay, by anyway, well, so. I know when you mentioned manifestation, I was like, oh god, here we go. I'm gonna have an argument here. <laughs> right, I think the problem with maybe I'm getting manifestation wrong potentially. But I'm, 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 I'm all is. So. You're definitely not getting it wrong. You're only you're only gonna get it how you understand how it I to understand be. It yeah. So how I see it is, if you manifest something, it's just gonna magically appears, mm. right? That's how I see manifestation. And sometimes stuff can't just magically appear. As I've said before, you've got to put in the work in order to get something. Now, don't get me wrong. By chance, you could sometimes have that sort of okay. I want to have that positive. Like today, I don't. Know, let's say I don't know. I want to say, right, today's going to be a good day. And I say that constantly. Yes, maybe that happens. Maybe you have a good day. But what if something happens where it completely screws your day? Like, I don't know, some random person says something really mean to you, right? Or a car randomly comes over and hits you, right? That ruins completely. And that's why I have a slight issue with this idea of manifestation because it sort of creates this belief of saying, if I just say this, it happens. And I think it completely ignores the external factors. It completely ignores, like the hard work that I think some people have to put in in order to get to the situation think, that it is. That's how I see it. Yeah, because my, my belief of the word manifestation comes from the fact that you get what you, you deserve what you have. So mm. if I work hard, I manifest luck. Like I said, for me, luck and manifestation are the same thing because if I work hard, good things will happen because yeah. I'm exposing myself to these good things. 
I'm exposing. I'm like I'm, I'm exposing myself to to a higher um, a higher value, not value, a higher value of experience because I am actively going my way to do. So it's like, like you said, you get more lucky. The more the more the more work you do, the more lucky you get. Mm. Well, am I saying it wrong? Yeah, like I, yeah. I think that the harder you work, the luckier you become. Yeah, like yeah. no one, no one, no one gets anything without. Like putting themselves out there. Oh, I agree. So that's my that's my definition, which might be different to yours. But yeah, this is the issue though. I sometimes feel like even if p- people put in the hard work, sometimes it doesn't happen. But they'll they'll still be more luckier than they would yeah. would have yeah. been before that. Because then it, it depends on what skill we're talking about. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. But, but right? that's the thing that the harder someone works at something, the luckier they become. Yeah. It does, it maybe depends on where the person wants to aim towards, right? Yeah, Maybe. yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with that. Boy, but I think imagine you work hard and you so, still have a live shit lifestyle. Like, so boy, imagine if I didn't work hard. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm not really like a like a universe kind of person, which is weird actually because I am. But yeah, so like I'm, I'm, I've not really been look, looking into like this is universe talking to me thing yeah. like or anything like that. But recently, like the universe has been speaking to me in different ways, which is like I find that really interesting. And and I think for me, manifestation has become a thing of feeling rather than something i'm saying meaning how i feel deep down inside internally is then going to connect to what i want out there right so it's about the feeling rather than i'm going to tell myself this is what i want and i'm telling myself every single day that's just thinking that's what thinking is i think manifestation for me is a feeling so the more i feel about something in a certain type of way the more it's happening to me i'm like wow this is really cool like like I, I, I'm not gonna get into it now. There's like even a couple other things that's been happening in my life in the last like two years. It's like you can't make that shit up. It's just the coincidence is just so such a slim chance for the coincidence for that like that to happen. It's, it's starting to happen more often and often and often. I'm like, wow, this is really. But what cool. are you what are you also doing? That's more often, often. You're also working hard, often, often, often. Yeah, but also I'm 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 also like having that feeling of like I, I, this is. This is how I feel about life, and then so like I have, you know what? So I've had this. I've got this super cool way of like, you says it's super cool, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I have this like super cool way of like looking at life right now. Yeah. Um, I start looking at life as a as a person, yeah, and I kind of go like, you know what? Like, what if I'm in a relationship with life? Like, let me flirt with life a little bit. Like, I wake up in the morning and I go, life, you look kind of sexy. You're beautiful. I love you. You know, and I'm thinking if life is a person, what is life going to be telling me if I say that to life? Um, yeah. And life responds back to me gotcha. like, yeah, like you're, you're beautiful too. Like, you know, like I'm, I appreciate you. Let me do more things for you. Yeah. So like I'm starting to build this relationship with life. And uh, and I'm, I was thinking for some people, some people wake up in the morning and go, I hate life. Yeah. And I go, life, I hate you. And I wonder what life says back. Like life probably goes, I hate you too. Fuck can we, you. Can we make- and don't throw it. It's like when you focus on the bad aspects of life, you will feel shit, right? Yeah. I, I know that sounds like a crazy thought, but it's quite it's quite basic. Yeah, if you yeah. focus on like the negative parts of it, you will feel crap. You'll feel like life is going against you. Whereas if you focus on, you know, the the gooder parts in that sense, then I think to some extent, yeah, you can get that kind of sort of good elements from it. Because I feel like, this is the thing, I think the feeling idea that you said about manifestation is interesting, definitely. I think... Because, but then this is the thing, right? What if that feeling is wrong? What happens there? What if the feeling that you thought was going to direct you into the right direction happens? Actually, no, this goes into the wrong direction completely. You know, because sometimes how I we know until we get to the end. Well, this is the thing. What, what if you get to the end? Let, let's say you you do this I don't know podcast for I don't know five years, 
But he gets, the, and you thought, obviously, oh, this is going to become the best podcast ever in the self help space. Let's just say, that's the thing, it already is. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. Okay, great. Okay, well, well okay. Fred. <laughs> I'm just joking. Wait, I'm going to make, make a point. Make it, make it, make That's good. That's good. Um, but let, let's say, theoretically, right? You're you're saying, right? This is going to be the best self help podcast in five years, right? You have a strong feeling it's going to be, right? But by that five year point, you actually get to it and say, actually, it's not. Clearly, that feeling misdirected you potentially, right? That's why I don't. I don't. See maybe it. Maybe it did. Maybe not. But that's the thing. It goes back to measurement. Remember, yeah. we saw our measurement from the start. So mm-hmm. like the moment we released the first episode, like we already won. Like we, this is this was already the best podcast. Actually, when we start planning, yeah, and putting things away, it was it yeah, was already we, the best podcast. Ed, when we did Ed and Prime, BTS became the best podcast, isn't it? Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, shout out Yusuf. You come on, nice. Yeah, but um, but that's <laughs> the thing. It's like at what point does that become the best podcast? Is when you get the numbers? Is it? Yeah. Is it before like at what point? So yes, so the way I see you, what you said is one time frame. I hate certain time frames because yeah. When you set a time frame, it's like running a marathon. My metaphor is always it's like running a marathon. When you run a marathon, your and your your focus is how to get to the end. Whereas mm-hmm. if you just enjoy running, benefits and and they come as uh, as, as as milestones come as as a side effect. Yeah. that's the first thing. The second thing is, um, yeah, literally what you said. Like, what do you what do you consider successful? Mm. You can have five four, uh, five subscribers and have five views every single week. And those are the same five people, and each one of those five people are, are, are benefiting from what we what we do, and they can, as far as we know, we're trying to make their lives a bit easier. Or of better. what if one of them goes in and, and changes the world? Yeah, it's a ripple mm. effect. It's like That's they're listening true. to the podcast, then they're having some of the conversations because they yeah. consume some of that that that, that content that they take. Which it in. Sees. That's what we do. Yeah. So yeah. we that's that's our that's our definition of success. Oh, that's fair. No, completely fair. No, it's completely understandable because I feel like because this, this is what I'm trying to say. It's like you know sometimes some people have certain feelings mm. about something and they go towards it and actually, oh wait, that's not the feeling that it, it went towards. Which yeah, is fair. And I think it goes yeah. in terms of like the metrics, which I think was it, how you said it, especially with the social media metrics. I think social media metrics don't actually measure the feet or like don't measure the like, success, right? It, does, okay. it doesn't, right? Because I agree, it's sense of like, let's say someone is listening to this conversation right now, that one person maybe hasn't even liked it, Right. And then what we forget that sort of person, you know, it's like that person might go to another person who's not even watched this podcast. Like, oh, I listened to this podcast who said this, this, and this. We don't even know because we're basing on the metrics of social go. media, yeah. right? So, and and, and even like the whole um, fuck, why do I keep getting brain farts today? Oh, don't worry, that uh, happens to me as well, yeah, man. Honestly, I, I it have happens. a brain fart. I had a really, really good point. <laughs> you know, we'll go back to you. You start saying things and But the thing is, it, <laughs> big noise. Yeah, no, I think it's it's interesting about the whole success because I'm trying to understand what my definition of success is as well because it's that's good, it's difficult because it's like because you've got all you've got so much noise in the world, right? Social media, society, parents, friends, whoever, right? Says this is my definition of success. This is the definition of success, and you can't actually understand get to the actual root of what is your definition of success. Right? Yeah, yeah. And mine for me is like if I'm improving every single day, if I'm empowering just one person with the content I do, that to me is I feel successful. That's now. it. So you, you're you're already successful. That's that's, so that's what the I'm thing. To say. The reason yeah. you're successful is because you don't care what other people think. Oh, In yeah. this world, if you have high numbers, you look at as highly. Yeah, you know I'm saying. So if you if you have high numbers, you look at as highly, and that's why we crave the high numbers. You don't crave yeah. the high numbers because we like when all 
people to watch us. Yeah. We want to crave higher numbers so that we can other people can go and say, oh shit, this guy is valuable because he has science and K. Whereas when it comes to someone like us, we 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 see we obviously see value elsewhere. Of course. From when from when I have people approach me saying, Oh yeah, yo, I love this point you made on a pod or I really, I watch a pod every week, I really enjoy it. Or from when I I, I I look forward to this part. But if I hear someone on another podcast say, Yeah, I was on uh, I was listening to BTS and this guy said this that shit is what I want to see value in. Yeah. And, not, and it's mainly not because they're sharing it, but it's because they actually generally took the words that was said and, and, and molded it to how they want to understand it and then applied it to their life and became better people. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. it's always been about that one thing, become better people. How can we become a better person? How can we allow other people to become better people? How can we share? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's from the beginning. From the from beginning, that. it's always been about that shit. From the beginning, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> from the beginning, bing, bing. <laughs> it's always been about that shit, man. From the, but listen, that's what we say, like changing mm. the world one, one conversation, conversation at a time. time. And that's, that's, that's what it is. And, and, and that's the thing. And it's yeah. like, um, like the whole thing of like, and there's so many people that's not saying this to us. There's so many people that are not saying like, hey, like I watched this thing or you made this point. Because I'm like, I'm that person. Like sometimes mm. I watch things online and I watch other people's things that like, I don't message them and say that, hey, I really like this thing yeah. or whatever. Why is that? That's interesting. Because uh, the thing is, right, today actually is interesting. Today I saw someone um, say something super interesting about like breaking the cycle of like, past trauma or like breaking the cycle but it was basically like breaking the cycle yeah, yeah. that's the whole point and i like shared on his story i shared on my story tagged him and then you know he said oh thanks so much and i then explained like why i shared it because yeah. i said dude this provides so much value i resonate with this so i did that but yeah so the reason i don't do it and i don't want people to do it to me either if they do it, that's great yeah but the reason i don't do it is because they don't need my validation if they need my validation to do what they're doing then they should stop doing that because they should have their own internal validation in the first place Plus, I mean, it's great. It's great. Like, you know what? I love when people go like, yeah, I like this thing or whatever. It does, it does like add, like it gives a bit of like validation and confirmation. But one mm. thing I've been learning like in the last like few years, it's, it's all about my internal validation. I need to validate myself first and I need to do what I'm passionate about because if I'm going to rely on other people's validation, I'm already fucked. Because what happens when I stop getting it? Does that mean I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm worth less? Cheers. Mm. Cheers. Regardless, That's a good point. Yeah, I do like the whole thing. Um, and by me crediting you for saying this is is almost an oxymoron. But I was inspired by the world. The world be inspired by me. Yeah, I don't need to credit the person that said this because that person who said the thing was also inspired by the world. Yeah. So now if I say it as well, I don't have to credit them. I'm saying it so that other people can be inspired by it. Because everything, all the ingredients has been laid out for us. We're just finding new combinations. Of That's them. just creativity, you know. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just laying out, making new, new combinations to make new things. Yeah. So by you saying, or by Forrest Gump saying, life is like a box of chocolates. But <laughs> <laughs> he said it, it is though. But, it is. It's like, it is. But what I find <laughs> is you may take it differently. And you may say that he may have seen it as oh life is like a box of chocolate you may you never know what you're gonna get but you might see it looking at it saying shit it actually like a box of chocolate mm. it looks like shit but it tastes amazing now you have a whole new interpretation of that whole of that quote so now I'm saying things uh-huh. but I'm taking it differently so I don't have to say oh yeah um, Leo said this thing and Leo got from J Cole and J Cole got from this guy and Leo, no. that's kind of long yeah, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> long. long it's kind of long it can, go, <laughs> it can go back to like thousand years so that was that was <laughs> yes, this one like, great <laughs> philosopher you know what I'm saying uh, yes, like, like, what's the like, point it and everything. Yeah, no, no, I like, long, when, yeah, when it comes yeah, to people yeah, who are creative yeah. crediting them is valuable I know more than anyone yeah. I'm saying, yeah. I like my shit credited properly but oh, yeah. when it comes to saying things and when it comes to like 
like quotes and 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 learnings, especially learnings. That's, mm. that's a big one. We we shouldn't feel obligated to credit. We should do it if we want to, because then the person may benefit from it, and, and that's that's whatever. But of course, we shouldn't feel obligated yeah, to credit yeah, yeah. other people yeah. for it. Because it's, it's an option. Better, the board is oh yeah, better. it's an, an option. option. Like the the reason why I do it is just because you know I want. Because then it kind of is giving up validation now. Because I was about to mm. say, like, I do it because, you know, he might, or he or she or they might just, you know, be struggling for, mo- like, yeah. well, not motivation, but just like, yeah, maybe that. they want, I, I want to encourage them to say, dude, what you're doing is sick. Because how I look at it, because sometimes I do what I do. And I sometimes, I'm not saying I get the validation from likes or whatever. Sometimes I get times where I'm like, what am I doing this for? Why am I posting this? Why am I doing this? And then I get the odd comment of saying, dude, this video helped explain what I have so easily. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. then makes my day. I'm not saying that's my motivation to do what I do. I'm not saying that, but there's times like you, both of you might've had this situation where you're like, why am I doing this podcast? What What is this for? And then sometimes you might have that one comment or whatever, how many comments it is, that then lift you up and give you the reason for what you do. So I, I get, I get a look, just, just, just to be clear. Yeah, like we're yeah. not against it. Oh yeah, of course. I, I, just, I just think it's not a thing that people should rely on Oh, yeah. primarily so, yeah. I think it should be a secondary thing I think I think the first thing should always be internal validation slash purpose sure because once that's there it's like the second thing doesn't really matter but mm-hmm. if it's there that's great you know if it's giving people an extra boost if anything that's great we, but I don't want to rely on that I don't oh, want yeah, that yeah. you should, yeah. you should don't, don't the, the only no, thing the only not. thing we should we should like comments for is because we want to do this as a profession and we get paid for it we want to pay our bills of it so we have to learn to play the system. How do we play the system? By getting likes, comments, views, etc. Yeah, that's the only reason why I want to get that thing. We are, that, and again, that's number two. Number one is always we want to empower the world, mm-hmm. and, and number two is we want to do this as our job. So we must learn how to play the game. This is a game that we yeah. didn't create rules. We did. Uh, we, 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 we just it was like like squid, squid game in it. Yeah. We didn't create rules. We just we just participate on it, and there is a, is a means to an end. Now, if we get comments and likes and etc. We don't look at it thinking, oh, right, I'm better as a person because of this thing. You know, we look at it as, cool, this is getting, gets one step closer to our end, which is getting paid for the shit. Yeah. Sure. The, the comments I love the most are the comments that go like, what the fuck is this? So like, those, <laughs> those are, we don't get too many of them. Like we had like a couple. We, we, no, we haven't had a single hiccup yeah, yeah. yet. No, we had a couple, oh, we had a couple. I remember oh, someone yeah. when we spoke, uh, we had Voltaire and someone was saying, oh, sh- should people shouldn't be having freedom of speech or... I need to go back on that one. Yeah, yeah, but basically, yeah, yeah it's it just, you know what, you know what it is? There's, there's couple, like, there's been like maybe one or two. Yeah. But those are the comments I love the most because, like, actually, we're opening up a whole different conversation. Because I'm like, I'm about to yeah. conversate with you, and potentially there could be learning for both sides mm-hmm. in that conversation. So I, I love those. I yeah. And one of the other things I've learned recently, so from that book called uh, Split the Dif- Never Split the Difference. Oh, the one you sent me? Yeah. I think I've heard of that book. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking incredible book. So, one thing I've learned from there recently, which kind of changed my perspective. So, he talks about negotiating a lot. And it says that actually having a no, no is actually the beginning of the conversation, not the end of it. So when you're negotiating with someone or whatever, when someone goes no, that no has some substance behind it. There's a reason for the person saying no. And then you can start, if, if you can start opening up the conversation through questions to find out what that no means mm. and where we're going to go to next. I did what you did. Gotcha. You know how you said, you want to tell a story or should I? About the whole, you get that, you got that call and you end up having a conversation with that person. Call from a, a tel- telemarketing person, sales. Oh, was go, go, you go for it. Though. Essentially, he had he, he got he got a spam call from um, one of these telemarketing whatever. Gotcha. And he ended up having like what a half an hour conversation with him about empowering and, and bettering. Like obviously the guy comes, oh yeah, I work for this. I would like to sell you this, 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 that. And he ended up having like a proper deep conversation with the person. I tried doing the same thing. I got um I got 
added on Snapchat well, by one of these fucking nude fucking girls that sell <laughs> shit. And my, I want, I really want to do what you did. But I said, oh, have you ever considered a career a career change? I do kind of need a system for the work I do. She aired me, but it would have been lit to have a conversation. No, about that's the thing. Yeah, if, if if she, if she would have said no, that's that's oh, a star of a conversation. But what? But this is what I'm learning now. So when mm. someone goes no, like now, before I think in the past, like I, my perspective was. I'm not going to have this conversation moving forward. Yeah. Now if someone goes, no, let me, this is the start of the conversation. Let me start. Trying to get. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what, 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 where was that change though? Because this is the thing, because sometimes, oftentimes when you hear no, you're like, okay, fine, I'll stop. But I don't know. Just, well, I, no, because some, some people just like, when they hear the no, they're just like, okay, fine. I won't, I won't dive into it. Where's your, where's your, what you said, which is super interesting by the way. You said, okay, no, but actually let me find out more. What, what was that switch? Because because if someone says no, there's they're not saying no for no reason. So there's a reason behind it. Right. So then the conversation is all about cool. What is the reason behind it? Gotcha. And then once we start understanding that, we can go actually can we work the snow out? Sure. No, because if there's a no, that means there's a reason for it. It's not like people don't say no for no reason. Yeah. There's true. a reason for it. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. what it is is when people say no because it doesn't add substance to why that no is said people just stop having a conversation. But if I can actually ask the right questions and find out what the no is, then we can go, actually, can there, and, and in the book in itself, so I'm not going to say this is the best way to do it, but in the book in itself, the guy talks about, then you let them work that no out themselves, basically through asking questions and helping them understand where the no came from. And then rather than making this your problem, you basically let them solve their own problem. Gotcha. Fair enough. So actually yeah. it's it's sort of um, getting to the root of what, what that no is and then trying to, find a way to maybe change well no, no it's, not, not, it's, not, so it's change, not about finding like, a way it's about yeah. letting them find a way gotcha yeah because yeah, it has yeah. to come from them if they said no then they have to work it out gotcha you know we can't, can't we can't work out for them yeah yeah no that's true yeah you yeah. can't do that no fair yeah um maybe one more thing we can touch on um which is i know i know you mentioned passion when we spoke about what we're going to be talking about so what does that what does passion you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier yeah. but what, what does passion mean to you and where do you want to take your passion yeah so i always ask that question to like all my guests on my, on my podcast and it's the the answers that they bring is super interesting and sometimes i apply some of their answers to what how i interpret passion so how i interpret passion is like it's a deep love for something and you can have many passions you can have many deep things that you love about i feel you know i have that passion for communication for example because i love to do what i do as i said to empower other people and the way I communicate is through different outlets. It's like through podcasting, it's through writing. Like those are two things that I feel like I love the most, you know, from that. So it's like the main passion is the communication, but then there's like the sub elements of that passion, which is the podcast and the communication. So for me, how I best describe it is it's a deep love for something, but it's also sometimes a way to sort of not just empower you, but it's also to empower others as well. Because I feel like sometimes people have a passion for something, but it only affects them. Whereas I feel like a real, real, real passion is to help others as well. Because yeah, I think yeah, all yeah. of us have that innate ability to help others. But yet, for some reason, we don't do it. And I feel like with my passion, I want to try and do that. It's not just to make me feel like this sense of like love and appreciation. But it's also to like help others through it. That's how I sort of best yeah, find yeah. it. I think, I, think, I think that's really cool. Uh, I've been playing around with this idea as well. It's like, can someone be selfish and still basically help other people at yes. the same time? Yes, yeah, the yes. answer is yes, yeah. Um, because it's interesting because, like, I think we live in a world where, like, if someone goes, like, oh, actually, if they're there to benefit themselves, it, it means it won't benefit other people, which is kind of wrong because 
I can be doing something for selfish reasons, which is going to benefit me, yeah. but then also impact and benefit other people. Intention, man. Mm. All intention. Yeah. And you know, like we, we've been living in a world where you know, people keep saying that's impossible. But actually, like when I flipped the perspective, I was like, actually, that's, that's yeah. entirely possible. It's like you want to make money for yourself, but yeah, it's like creating a service, for example, right? You want to create a service, which ultimately you want to make money out of, but yeah, that service is going to benefit others, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's complete. I think- Depending on what the service is. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it does. If, yeah. if it's like selling weapons, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> or, if it's, or if it's like corruption yeah. or whatever. selling alcohol, <laughs> yeah, yeah, alcohol, <laughs> drugs, all that yeah. stuff. Like, it, it does. Yeah, no, it does depend on that. I think definitely. But what is? How do you define passion? How do I define passion? Uh, how would I define it? Actually, I, I like when it's about deep love for something. Yeah. Um, I think okay. I think for me, passion is to do with authenticity, um, because I think, I think. I can't be passionate about something if, if if it's not like authentic to me or I can't be authentic towards that thing. So it has to come from a place of like, I can be myself and authentic towards what I'm doing. Mm. I think, I think yeah, passion is just literally being engaged with something I'm authentic towards too uh, and have, and I've got deep love for. Yeah. I, I like what I said about deep love actually. That's a good, that's a good way of uh, describing it. Which is also like, it's interesting because like I started doing things from a place of love. Yeah. So like even if I'm telling someone to fuck off, I'm like, there's there's a bit of love there. Like, <laughs> like fuck off, <laughs> love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm like, why can't I do that? You know, why can't I? Well, the thing things? is, you do need to say to some people to fuck off sometimes. Yeah. Like it's true. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like there's times where it's like, like sometimes the world or like people like can really piss you off and like sometimes you do need to just say like some people want to like oh yeah but you can't just say politely fuck off and like you can't just you have to like word it away it's like no there's times where sometimes I just want to say to people like fuck off yeah, generally yeah, but then you don't want to be rude <laughs> like you don't want to be that but then people are like like well you can't. it's like no sometimes and it, it is true sometimes it's like because it's, it's it can sometimes like with the love aspect it sort of protects yourself doesn't it you know, because sometimes people can get too much. It drains your energy and drains who you are. Yeah. And sometimes you need to tell someone to fuck off because it tell it comes out of love because it's like, look, I love myself. And they, and maybe that person is also just being an idiot. And sometimes you need to tell them to fuck off. And then yeah. they learn from that. So it's all love, you know, from that in that sense. So no, that, 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 that makes perfect sense. Um, so is there anything you want to promote? Well, I just want to say like, Straight up, like, thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. I really appreciate it. I mean, this- Into your, po your podcast. <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's everyone's podcast. That's yeah, the, it works. That's, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's true, the, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the idea we're playing around with, you know, that this is everyone's podcast. Everyone's podcast. No, I, yeah. I might actually take that idea then on mine. But no, thank I just want to say like massive thank you for, you know, allowing me to you know speak about my sort of my passion and to open that up this conversation. I think I really appreciate it. I mean, in terms of promoting, you know, you can, uh, in terms of like my Instagram, it's like Hamish. So H-A-M-I-S-H underscore Hallett, H-A-L-L-E-T-T. You can find out all the things that I promote yeah. in terms of like education, pe educating people on like auditory processing disorder. Um, you can see the clips of the podcast that I do in Pursuit of Passion, which you can find on all listening platforms. Um, and yeah, got loads of seasons for that coming up as well. So it should be interesting. So yeah. I, lo I love the name as well, In Pursuit of Passion. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, yeah. In Pursuit of Deep Love. Exactly. Or something. Purpose and, yeah. you know, finding that sort of one thing, one gift that, you know, I think that's that's one thing as well, like, I love about the sort of, the name of it. It's not just, it's a continuous journey to find what you love, I feel, or what you love in terms of multiple things as well, because I feel like, 
because uh, uh, that was all I did. I was playing with is like, can people just have one passion? That's it. Mm. Whereas now, actually, I disagree and think people can have many things that they love. And I think the in pursuit part is sort of reflects it because you can pursue multiple things, not just like yeah, yeah. one. You know, and sometimes maybe like the things that we love are trying to find us. Yeah, because sometimes that that's another idea. Um, I was contemplating with is like, is sometimes is passion within us or is it outside of us? Do we need mm. to seek the passion? Or is the passion in us the whole time, right? Because I've had guests where, I'll take one guy, for example, this guy called uh, John Watts, who was a chef. He found his passion whilst he was in prison, right? And the question I wish I might be asked him was like, was that passion always within you? Or did the experience of being in prison, the Duke of Edinburgh board, did that ignite the passion that was out of you, yeah, yeah. right? That was something I wished I sort of asked. Or like- You can ask him today. <laughs> yeah, 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 I could actually message him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, might, I genuinely yeah. I could just message him. Right? Could, you could ask him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, I could just message him. Be like, you know, that or like other people that you know. No, that'd be cool. I like, just be like, hey, like I was just thinking about this. Yeah, this is the thing. I could have. I, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. generally that is that is something I could have maybe like I could do generally. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll go on that. <laughs> yeah, drop him a message, man. In that sense, man. Um, and the question we ask every single person. Uh, I don't know if you know what it is, but I don't think nah? so. Okay, cool. So. Um, when you get a chance to say something to 7.8 billion people, technically the whole world, Aladdin, me and Aladdin go back and forth this <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, what would you tell them? God, what a question. What do I say? Um, hmm. Keep pursuing your passion. Keep pursuing what you love. If there's a feeling inside of you that you just love, keep pursuing it. You know, despite like the hurdles you may face, despite, you know, the problems that come with it, pursue it as much as you can. That's all I would say. Love that. Nice. <laughs> On that note, um, nothing but gratitude. It's beautiful to connect with. And yeah, just a start of, uh, of a new connection, man. Oh, no, exactly, man. Appreciate it. Cool. Awesome.